Buenos dias from Preston Center. This is the Rorschach Spain update from the 20th of July, 2023. Quick summary of what's going down in Spain. Starting with sports this week, another Wimbledon season is over, and the Murcia-born 20-year-old tennis player Carlos Alcaraz swept the competition. He won his second Grand Slam on Sunday the 16th, defeating Serbian tennis player and world number two Novak Dvorovic. Meanwhile, the King of Spain, Felipe VI, watched the victory from the Wimbledon Royal Box. There wasn't as much jubilation on Monday the 17th as viewers could cut the tension with a knife during a TV interview on the breakfast program La Hora de la Una with the leader of the Partido Popular, or Pepe, Alberto Núñez Feijó. During tense confrontation, presenter Silvia Inchaurondo bluntly put Feijó in his place, arguing that his statements were factually incorrect. While discussing the Partido Popular's stance on reevaluating pensions according to the Consumer Price Index, he stated that his party has always revalued pensions, unlike the Socialist Party or PSOE. However, she quickly fact-checked the statement, telling him that his party didn't do it in 2012, 13, or 17. Bejo retaliated by asking her to fact-check her data. After a few back-and-forth, the Partido Popular leader eventually said, If I am wrong, I apologize. Huh. That wasn't the only moment of high tension either, as Icharu Rondo questioned Feijó about his false comments about the Pegasus case during the face-to-face debate with the PSOE leader Pedro Sánchez. Feijó replied that it wasn't his fault, as he had received incorrect information the afternoon of the debate. Uh-huh. Moving on now to Sumar leader Yolanda Díaz. As this week, as this week, Twitter has blown up discussing her recent party promotional video called "A Day in the Campaign with Yolanda Díaz." In the promo video, a team from the Publico newspaper followed Diaz throughout the day of the pre-election campaign, showing her ironing at home, which she describes as relaxing, and filming her meeting voters. However, many on Twitter have ridiculed the Sumar leader, saying she's trying too hard to seem normal, showing only a portion of her gigantic home in the video to make it seem smaller than it is. Continuing with politics, the upcoming elections have everyone guessing, according to El Pais, predictions show Partido Popular getting 142 seats, PSOE around 108, Vox with 35, and Sumar with 34, while smaller parties would share 31. So, if poll predictions are true, what policies are the Partido Popular looking to revert to? One of their controversial policies is to bring back the Vert Law from 2011, promoted by José Ignacio Vert, aims to make Spanish the main language of education throughout the country, impacting regions like Catalonia, where Catalan is currently the primary language. And Spanish is a curricular one, meaning second place. That means Spanish would become equally important in schools alongside Catalan. How that would be enforced, nobody in Partido Popular knows or wants to discuss. Let's go back to Feijó for a second as his comments about the National Postal Service. Correos haven't gone unnoticed as he told voters that voting via post might not be the safest. Hmm. Correos jumped to its defense, releasing a statement on Monday the 17th, stating that 98% of the votes requested throughout the company have already been delivered, representing around 2 million votes. Due to failed delivery, around 5,000 forms are still at post offices waiting to be picked up. It's now mid-July, and many say that calling an election during summer was reckless. Summer elections are extremely rare because summer holidays throughout Spain are sacred, as we all know. Many people take vacations and administrative offices close. For its part, Correos has assured voters that they will be working until the end of July to ensure that voting goes through smoothly. Still, only time will tell 
it's crunch time. Speaking of summer, things are seriously heating up weather-wise as parts of the Mediterranean reach highs of 40 degrees Celsius or 104 Fahrenheit, mainly because of the Charon anticyclone. However, despite headlines and warnings from neighboring countries, big tourist towns like Sevilla are busy with many out in the midday sun. Locals' advice? It's simple. In the summer, no matter what you do, stay out of the sun, especially between 10 a.m. and 4 p.m. when the sun rays are strongest. As bars, shops, and restaurants are open later throughout Spain, get into the local habit and enjoy time outside later in the afternoon when it's cooler. While the main peninsula melts under the heat, La Palma and the Canarias Archipelago have been dealing with heavy wildfires since Sunday the 16th. Two aerial units and 300 firefighters were brought in to bring the wildlife under control as the Canarias Archipelago suffered extreme temperatures. Around 20 homes have been destroyed and many locals have been told to leave. In Tenerife, a forest fire also broke out on Saturday the 17th, destroying about 60 hectares and forcing 50 people out of their homes. As a result of the increasing frequency of forest fires and low rainfall, which exacerbates drought conditions, locals are now resorting to digging up ancient aqueducts and secure essential water resources. In the southern mountains near Granada, groups of local volunteers gather to clear stones and piles of grass from a network of water channels built by the Moors over a thousand years ago called Atequias. Faced with the reality of depleting resources and increasing temperatures because of climate change, Spanish farmers, volunteers, and researchers have decided to revive the abandoned Atequias, a low-cost, effective source that could mitigate drought. Want to know more? Link in the show notes. In the fascinating world of ancient viaducts, let's fast forward to a more contemporary issue involving the Spanish antitrust watchdog. On Tuesday the 18th, Spain's antitrust watchdog imposed huge fines of over 190 million euros on Amazon and Apple for colluding to limit the number of Apple devices sold by competitors in Spain, meaning around 90% of existing retailers selling Apple products on Amazon Marketplace were blocked. Apple has said that this agreement with Amazon was designed to limit the number of counterfeit products sold online, while both companies have said that they intend to appeal the fines. Meanwhile, in a separate sector, supermarket shelves were forced to see a major recall of potato tortilla products by Grupo Palacios Alimentación this week. An outbreak of botulism associated with the prepackaged potato tortillas has so far put seven people into emergency care. Two of whom were Italian tourists who had already returned home when they were rushed to the emergency room. Grupo Palacios Alimentación has voluntarily withdrawn its packaged tortilla chip products after they were associated with several cases, saying that they are collaborating with health authorities to get to the root of the problem. Up next, if you've ever moved countries, you know that something always surprises you when you relocate. Here's a short roundup of all the stuff that American Barcelona-based journalist for the local named Jennifer Lutz found shocking when she made the move. See if you agree. Most cars in Spain are manual. You can hire an automatic, but it's very unusual. Violent crime isn't as common, but petty stealing happens frequently, particularly in bigger cities like Madrid and Barcelona. Dinner is way later than you think, especially if you're eating out. You can only buy medicine in pharmacies, including many creams and ointments. Ice water is not necessarily freely given out. And finally, air conditioning is not a given, even in summer. Let us know what you think. Are we missing anything? Is there anything you found surprising if you've moved here from somewhere? That's it for this week. Thanks for joining us. Remember, you can always support us financially by using the link in the show notes. Can't do that, but still want to support us? Tell your friends about this. Forward the link. Hit the subscribe button in whatever platform you listen to us in. Hasta la próxima. Hasta la próxima.